Welcome to the Sigma Femme podcast. We're so honored to have you here and want to thank you for choosing to step up your life and business while being unapologetically you. The Sigma Femme is neither a leader nor a follower. She is committed to living her life, her way. She has charisma and unstoppable power like no other. Let's expand the Sigma Femme community together. Now here's your host, Hayley Forbes. Hello and welcome back to the Sigma Fem podcast. I am so, so excited about this episode. And in this episode, I am going to be sharing with you how we can reframe away from all of the sort of lack and fear that's going on in the world right now. Because when we are looking to attract money, whether that is through your business or through other areas of your life, when you want to become an energetic match for money and attract money into your life, it can't be done in fear and lack. So I am going to be sharing a little bit about what I see happening in the world right now and how you can best prepare yourself and reframe to go into that vibe of abundance right so it's going to be a juicy one it is going to be an exciting one now I really want to start by saying all we are hearing right now in the world is about this recession so I am in the UK and it's very prevalent in the UK right now and I know in some other areas of the world as well and also know there's some areas that it's just not been spoken about at all. But right now in the UK the recession is really being spoken about. It's everywhere about how people have no money, how people are really struggling with money right now and how it's only going to get worse and it's really putting everyone into a state of panic and lack and fear I'm someone that doesn't prescribe to the news, right? So I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the radio. I'm aware of what's happening in the world, but I don't I don't sort of listen to mainstream media. It's something I've not done for a long, long time. And there's a reason for that. And I'll get into that a little bit as well. However, I noticed when I was getting my lashes done, I had a lash appointment and I was getting my lashes done and she was listening to the radio. Normally I go away with my audiobooks and I listen um, to an audiobook while I'm getting them done. But this day I didn't have my headphones, so we're listening to the radio. And in the advert, there was four adverts in that time, in that space, and all of them were talking about how you need to like turn down your heating and put on jumpers and how to save money in this recession and how this recession is really hard for everybody right now like every single advert was unfair lack not enough and this was only a tiny tiny little bit because I don't listen to the radio normally because I don't watch the news because I don't buy newspapers or magazines I don't even get what most people are getting And yet that was still coming through all this message of fear, lack, not enoughness. And that is the only message that's really getting pushed just now. And that is so, so dangerous. Like, are we in a recession right now? Possibly. Like, for sure, prices are higher for things like fuel and electricity. But we are also in a period in our life right now where it's never been easier to create money, where it's never been easier to work for yourself and to choose your hours and choose how much you earn and be a person who is only available for receiving more money. Never has it been easier to listen to podcasts like this or do personal development and let go of our old shitty limiting beliefs and call in more abundance. Like we are living like in a time in the world where you can run a multi-million dollar business through just your mobile phone and free apps. Canva for free. The free version of Zoom. Like 
it gets to happen and it gets to be this easy, yet what the focus is on is the lack, right? It's that nobody has enough money right now. All we see in the media is them shouting about that. We don't see in the media them shouting about how you can start a new business from nothing, that you can make more money than ever, that even the coaching industry, the coaching industry is absolutely booming right now, but we don't see that in the media. What change for me to do with the media? Now, I've not listened to a lot of mainstream media for a long time, but I was part of an event that was really speaking more about the media and I always knew that the media is really negative focused, right? We can easily see that. It's it's not hard to see. However, what I didn't realise is that they have to be by law, right? Let me explain, because there's not actually a law that says the media has to be negative, but there kind of is as well. So the mainstream media has got like fiduciaries, right? So a fiduciary is someone whose job it is to make sure that company makes money, regardless of the best interests of anyone else. So you get fiduciaries in other um, other sort of careers and companies and, and things like that as well. So for example, a financial advisor would maybe be like have to abide if they are a fiduciary, they would have to abide by these laws as well. So that is where even if giving financial advice to their client would create negativity for them, they'd have to do what was right for their client, even if it meant that they were going to be worse off financially, right? So this this is like by law. So the media's got this. The media has something that means that they have to do what is right for to bring in money for the media, for all their investors, regardless of anything else, okay? So it is literally they have to do whatever they need to do, obviously within law, to do what they can to bring in money. So it's this legal obligation for the media to do what it needs to do. And do you know what the media needs to do to make money? The media makes most money off of ads, okay? So advertisements. And how do ads perform better? They perform better when they get more views. And do you know what gets more views? Negative media negative media. Pushing out something that is negative gets much more views, which means the ads are getting a lot more eyes on them. More people are buying in for the things. The people that paid to get their ads promoted everywhere are happy. They're paying more money. The people that own and invest in the media, they're happy. They're getting more money. It's money, money, money. And this negative message is being pushed out to everybody. So why do most people watch negative things? People watch and they watch daily through fear and in case they miss something. People are less inclined to watch something that's nice and hopeful than they are to look out for danger. And this is just because of how our minds are programmed. So we've got these two million year old brains, right? And our brains have got a negative bias. So our brains look out for the negative and this is to keep us safe. This is to keep us safe. It's more important for our our brain. Our brain's job is literally just to keep us alive. And the best way it can keep us alive is by looking out for danger. So it literally is programmed to look out for danger, to look out for negativity, to try and avoid it. So if something is going really well, yes, we might pay attention to it, but we'll pay less attention to it than if there's like this big warning sign, right? This big warning, do not go there, like this could happen, danger, danger, danger. So our minds 
look for the negative so that we can try and avoid it. And we've seen this during COVID as well, right? There was so much negativity. Even the positive stories were getting missed because it was just negativity, negativity. People were tuning in every day to see what are the numbers? What are the areas? Is it in my town yet? How many people in my town has been affected? Like what shops are closed? Like where can I go? Like it was this panic, panic, panic and people buy into that. So people really pay more attention so because they are watching more the negativity is pushed out more because that's going to get more eyes it's going to mean more people buying into the media buying into the things that ads and the investors make more money that is literally what it is all about so the media right now mainstream media is pushing this negativity of there is not enough in the world there is lack like prices are high and people are like really struggling right now lack 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 and this isn't to say that that's not the case it's to highlight that this is going to be pushed more and it's going to seem like it's bigger than what it is because it's going to be the only thing that's pushed right So yes, prices for some things are higher just now, but there is always times of struggle if you want to prescribe to that. Before this quote-unquote recession, we had COVID. Look at all the negativity that was getting pushed around COVID. If you look at the other side, look how many businesses boomed during that period. Look how many people thrive during that period yes a lot of people struggle but there was a lot of people that gave to themselves for the first time that allowed themselves to slow down there was so many people that ended up not going back to their their quote-unquote normal jobs after covid because they built an online business during covid there was so many careers started so many people that finally had time on their hands there were so many businesses that either started or pivoted during covid that are now booming because it was there Before COVID, there was something else. And before that, there was something else. And before that, there was something else. There is always going to be negativity pushed, right? And if that's what you choose to focus on, then that's what you choose to focus on. But you have to be aware of you doing that and how that can be negatively affecting your life. As I say, this isn't to say that people didn't struggle. I, more than anybody, know how much people struggled during COVID. But all I want to say is, and the same with the recession just now, I know that there are people really struggling. But all I want to say is there's two sides to every story. There are two sides to every story. You get to choose which side to focus on. And if you focus on lack and not enough, then that's all you're going to see. You're not going to see opportunities for abundance and opportunities to thrive. Whereas you, if you see all the good that there is available to us right now and all the opportunities that there is available to us right now and you focus on that, then you are much more likely to thrive and be in abundance. Right now, the masses are being taught all about money right money is everywhere right now and not necessarily in the best way we've got sort of online money gurus teaching us how to save how to save how to save how to save like that is all the message that's getting pointed out how to cut back how to save how to like put on an extra layer of socks like there's blankets that are being advertised and selling out everywhere because everyone is saying like this blanket get that and carry this around your house with you everywhere so you don't need to put your heating on so you can save money like it's such a bizarre time to live in rather than focusing on what we can do to create more money so that we're not having to live in a time where we have to carry blankets around with us because we're too scared to put our heating on like 
that to me is not the vibe that is not helpful and the thing is that the messages that are getting pushed like I've seen one thing and it said literally to get a toilet roll and know how there's sometimes two or three ply so there's there's two or three layers to the toilet roll pull them apart and just use one ply so you're saving on toilet roll like this is not the vibe we are living in 2022 and we should not be telling people to pull open their toilet roll to use more toilet roll and to not put their heating on when they're cold like this can't be the message that is that is being pushed and yet it is right this is the message cut back here cut back there and listen cutting out your daily latte from the coffee shop is not going to be the answer to your money wishes it might save you a few hundred pound a year but that is not going to make a difference to your life long term it's just going to make you miserable if that's something that you enjoy if you enjoy going and getting your latte then cutting that out is going to make you miserable and it's really not going to affect your money that much on a long-term basis so what I want to always do is bring the message of okay if there is things going on in a world right now where we're getting negatively impacted if you want to believe that by lack of money then how can we create more money how can we create more money how can we not even create more money is getting created all the time how can we tap into the abundance of money and the flow of abundance of money that's already all around us how do we create success where we thrive so that it doesn't matter what the prices get put up on your petrol or your diesel like or go and get an electric car, right? Although the price of electricity is going up as well. The how can you create a life where you're not dependent on the government raising or lowering prices and you're not at home stuck in fear and absolute lack and giving up any little piece of enjoyment you have in your life because you feel like that is all you can do to try and save a little bit of money like this can't be the conversation and this is not the conversation I am going to play into and it's so interesting to speak to different people, even speaking to my own parents. So my my parents are definitely not in abundance, right? They, they work low-paid jobs. They both live in housing association or council housing houses. They are not people that have abundance money financially in their life. But I have had this conversation with both of them right now. And it's so funny because my mum is like, I've really not noticed that my mum works in a garage so she's in a car garage she sees the prices of fuel and things going up and she's like like I know that it's went up and I can see my bills are higher she's like but we've not really had to change our lifestyle much like it's it's really we've not noticed that impact and I'm just decided not to play into that and she has really been living into like more gratitude and She's, she's really getting on board with this whole personal development thing and it's amazing to witness, it's amazing to watch, it's amazing to have conversations with her. Whereas my dad, my dad is so in lack, my dad is, I spoke to him and he's like, no honey it's not just the media though, like you don't understand like prices for us have went from this up to this and this is a serious thing and lack 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 although he was away on holiday a month ago abroad and he's booked another holiday for next year so even though he's he's taken on all that lack like financially he's still able to go out and, and do some nice things even though he is in, in a low-paid job and it's just interesting to witness a different mindset and one mindset creates like flow and this is okay and we're okay and we're going to be okay and gratitude and the other mindset creates stress 
and anxiety and worry and fear. And that's absorbed in our body, right? That's absorbed in our body. This is where we can choose what we want to focus on. This isn't about the facts. And I think that's what it was. Seen both my parents in, in similar situations. So they're not together, but they're they're in similar situations and seeing them in the similar situations and seeing how they both react to it is it's been good to witness it, it really allowed me to see the distinct differences between what people choose to focus on and as I say how that affects the conversations that they have how that affects how they live their life how that affects as I say even in their body we know emotions are stored in our body so what is that creating in our body if we are living in that stress that lack that worry right so what I'm going to be speaking about in here is really how you can choose to focus on different things and then from this focus you can then choose to move forward in the most powerful way for you. Yes, we can tune into what the money gurus are telling us. Save, save, save. If you aren't spending, then like you need to be saving all your money. You need to cut out spending. If you're spending money, you're not saving. You need to be saving. Everything's saved. Scrimped. Here's a coupon. There's a coupon. Listen, I love, I was having this conversation before with someone actually. I, I love a saving. I'm known for it. I'm known for getting a good bargain. It's something that I've always been known for. And before it used to come from a place of need, right? Need and desire. I always wanted a life that I wasn't accustomed to. I always wanted things like I wanted beautiful things, beautiful pieces of furniture, beautiful pieces of clothing. I wanted things, but I didn't have the budget to match. So I was known for being able to find a bargain so that I could still get the luxury items I wanted, but at a really good bargain and I think that that's still amazing like and I was speaking to someone once about money mindset and I was speaking about how if you're always looking for like the cheapest thing the cheapest way to do things like always always on that hunt for a bargain from and it's like because I can't possibly spend any more money on that and it comes from this like lack then that's not good for our money mindset we're, we're stuck in not enough right we're stuck in not enough we're stuck in lack we're stuck in fear we're stuck in stress And she said, like, for example, what would I say, though, if you went into your local shop and say you wanted to buy something, um, say it was like a meal, right? So it was you're buying something to eat for the night and in the sales section, they've got one and it's like, this is on sale for this amount of money because it goes off that night or the day, say it's the day before, right? Best before the day before. So it's off on sale. If you buy that because it makes sense, you're going to eat it that night anyway. Like, so you may as well pick that up and buy it because there's no point in paying extra if you don't need to pay extra. She's like that, would that be in lack? Are you saying that someone shouldn't do that? And I was like, no, that makes absolute sense like that makes sense to do that if you've got the same thing somewhere for less then absolutely like say I want to buy a new sofa and two shops are selling the same sofa and one's less money than the other one of course I'm going to buy the one that's less money like that makes absolute sense that's nothing to do with mindset that's just logic right so that makes logical sense however when the the fear and the lack comes in is if I go in and I actively look for the cheapest thing ever because I'm so scared of spending more money because I don't think it's like I'm worthy of spending more money right so let's take the example of going to the shop and buying something for your dinner that night then there's a difference between 
between maybe I see something on a shelf that I want, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy that because it's not on sale. I'll only buy things that are on sale and then I'll go buy something in the sale that I don't want just because it's cheaper. If I could afford the other thing, then that doesn't make sense. You're you're putting yourself into lack. You're actually taken away from yourself just so that you can try and save and scrimp some money. And then the thing with the sofa, if I could easily see two sites that had the same sofa, however, it would be different if I see the sofa I want and I spend an entire day traipsing the internet, this is what I used to do, traipsing the internet to try and find a deal or a bargain on this sofa to maybe save like one or two hundred pounds. That is not worth my time and energy anymore. It used to be because I didn't have the financial resources, whereas now it doesn't. Now I value my time and value my energy and if I can't see something that costs less really quickly elsewhere, then I'll just buy the thing, right? So this is where, and I'm sharing this just to help you identify where where are you spending or are you not spending from a place of like, yeah, that makes sense? Or is it from a place of lack and needs? Okay, so if you're constantly over worrying about things and looking for the, the least thing just because you've been programmed to always look for the least thing, then it's likely that you're are stuck in that lack. You're you're not in abundance, okay? And I want to share like money is there to be used. Money is there to be enjoyed. Money was literally invented to be spent. <laughs> like we can't like money was not invented to be saved. Like that is not why money was made. Money wasn't made as an ornament to sit in our house or to sit in our bank account and see the numbers go up and up and up. That's not what money was created for. Money was created to be spent, to be used to trade for things that are going to better our life, right? From our basic needs like food and shelter to enjoyment in our life, right? Money is there to be used. And we're now part of this world that's teaching us not to use money. It is bizarre. And I just want to say as well, like, not that saving's bad, but if you're saving money just for the sake of you've been told to save money, but then you're also not doing anything with that money, you're not investing it or you're not making you're not making use of that then you're also doing yourself a disservice because cash is not king <laughs> cash is definitely not king cash lowers over value over time so if you save money and save money the money you save today in 10 years will be worth a lot lot less right does that make sense so if you know anything about sort of money and the way it works and inflation and everything like that if you save money now and don't spend it it's going to be worth less in 10 years time so saving money yes it makes sense to have some savings to cover you for your basic needs especially if you've got your own business and this how much you need in savings depends on your risk tolerance so a lot of people say like you should save this amount or that amount or that amount I'll always say like you want to have in savings three to twelve months of basic living expenses so your basic living expenses and if you've got a business basic business expenses you want to have that in in your savings now whether it's three or twelve months is a big jump and this comes to your risk tolerance now I'm not someone that feels like they need a big amount of savings because I've got a really really high risk tolerance so if for any reason I needed to start dipping into savings and spending that then it wouldn't put me into lack I'd just be like oh amazing I've got this opportunity now to go and create more success and I'd bring that up really really quickly again it doesn't worry me it doesn't scare me to start dipping into savings right if that makes sense whereas someone else and I see this a lot in the in the industry we're in so in the online business industry a lot of people that had 
a sort of corporate job or a nine to five job and then came into having their online business, like they don't have risk tolerance. Their their risk tolerance is at like zero. They need at least 12 months of expenses saved because they've been programmed to rely on that check coming in every month. Like I come from a background of being self-employed. So that my risk tolerance is huge. My risk tolerance is so high. I've took risks over and over again. I've had no money and built up businesses from scratch over and over again. I've pivoted like when the markets have changed, when the pandemics hit, like I have learned how to navigate all these things. Whereas someone that has come from a nine to five job or a corporate sort of role, they they don't have that experience. So they are people that maybe need a higher amount of savings to make them feel safe, right? And we always want to make sure that we feel safe and our money. And this this conversation as well isn't about ignoring sort of and, and just like play like pretend and like oh we're not in a recession there is no like the fuel prices haven't went up no the fuel prices have went up but this doesn't mean to say you need to go into a, a state of stress and lack and fear and worry right and that's what we're talking about now is our mindset and how we can focus on creating and success and abundance rather than fear and lack okay so to come back to it, savings isn't bad or good it's just how are you using it and why are you using it? Are you saving because someone said to save, right? Um, are you leveraging your savings as well as you could be or are you just having them there sitting there? It's so funny because some people I speak to are like, they have a certain amount of money in their bank and they've no savings and they're like, I've got loads of money. Like, I can't wait to invest in my business and in myself. And I speak to other people, I've got like massive amount of savings and they're like, I've no money. <laughs> I could never invest in my business or myself. I've no money because they're, they're so scared to touch the savings, a secret savings pot. That's another conversation for another day though. But for this, I want you to come back to and realise that everywhere is telling you to spend less and save more. Well, what if you just done both what if you saved money and you could spend money like why does it have to be this either or like that is again something that I am not available to prescribe it like prescribing to I money is literally everywhere in abundance right now it is everywhere it's flowing through the world daily it is getting created daily there's numbers on screens like stocks investment these numbers are going up they're going down Think about Starbucks or Costa in the world right now. Think about how many people are going in and out of them just today and exchanging money just for coffees and teas, right? Think about people working today. Think about people being paid. Thinking about um, the amount of money that gets put through to charities. Think about, as I say, the, the bank machines that are printing money. They making coins. Like money is literally getting created and used and spent and received every single day money is in absolute abundance and that's not disappeared money is still there it's still getting created it's still coming up and like getting created more and more and more and we can choose to tap into that if we want we can choose to tap into that flow and seeing that your money you can either spend it or save it is not the best vibration we can play in right we never want to give ourselves that sort of either or situation for anything why do we have to pick this or that it comes back to as well like the conversation I've had before about being a mum in business and being told that I couldn't succeed as much as I wanted to in my business because I was a mum or I wouldn't be a good mum and I could succeed in business. Like, why? Why does it have to be either or? Why do I have to choose between being a good mom and being good in my business? Why can't I have both? And then in money, like we're getting taught like that we shouldn't be spending, we should be saving. Well, why why can't I have savings and spend? 
Like, uh, why can't I just prescribe to, I want that abundance in my life and that's what I'm working towards and that is what I'm calling in. Because we can, we can do both. If you're spending all your life frantically counting pennies and savings, then you're in lack and fear. And all that's going to happen is you're going to attract more lack and fear. But this isn't about shaming yourself, right? This is just about awareness. Anytime I speak about anything like this, I don't want you thinking like, oh, I'm someone that, that isn't very risk tolerant. Like that must that's something I need to go and work on. Maybe that's the thing that I'm doing wrong or oh my goodness, I've been saving lots. I'm doing that wrong. Like that's the reason why I'm not getting success. Like this isn't about blaming ourselves or shaming ourselves into feeling a certain way or acting a certain way, right? Like when we shame ourselves, it doesn't create lasting change. When we operate from shame, we're just creating more unworthiness in us, right? And we don't want to do that. You're worthy because you are. But I want you to have awareness of how have you been shown up? What conversations have you been part of? Where have you maybe been allowing yourself to slip back into that lack and fear? And do you see that playing out in your life? right? Do you see you slip back into lack and fear and can you see the results that are happening because of that? Like the awareness is a first step, that radical honesty with ourselves without shame, without guilt, without should do this or I would have done this. Like it just gets to be, oh, I'm aware of that now. Amazing. So what's the next step forward? Okay. Here's the thing, even if you do save money right now, if you're someone that saves and saves and saves and saves and saves, but you haven't worked on the mindset part, the awareness, the moving forward, the becoming an energetic match for money, then that money you've saved, something's going to come up. Something will come up that means you have to spend those savings. Who has been through this before? Who has saved their money and then the roof caves in? Oh, I need to use the savings thank goodness I had those savings or you're saving, 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 your car breaks down and it costs you so much to fix. Oh, I need to use those savings. Thank goodness I had those savings. Have you seen those adverts and it's like filling up the money jar and then it nearly gets to the top and it has to get emptied out and spent on something. Then you fill up the money jar again and oh, it has to get get spent. It's like the movie Up, if you've seen the Disney movie Up, they're always saving and something happens and they always, ha- and they never get away to Paradise Falls, right? Well, well, he does, but she doesn't. Ellie doesn't get to go, right? Because they always had to dip into their savings. If you don't work on becoming a vibrational, energetic match for money, even if you do save and save and save, you'll still not have the money you desire because you're not an energetic match for it, right? again I spoke about this on I think two episodes ago money doesn't care if you're good or bad money only cares if it's welcomed in money only cares if you are an energetic match and you welcome in and you create opportunities for it to come into you right literally that is that is it so I want you to think about that now it doesn't matter how quote unquote like good you've been with money are you an energetic match And this is what I want this conversation to be about, is just awareness of, am I an energetic match for money? If not, amazing, how can I start becoming more of an energetic match for money? And also, how have I been operating right now? Have I been operating from thriving in abundance or has it been fear and lack? And then how do I want to operate? What do I want in my life? Like, how much money do you want to to live off? Like, do you want to have someone that's got savings, but you've also got investments and you've also got more than enough to live off and you're also spending on whatever you want to spend your money on every single day, right? You get to desire that. 
So I want you to have a think about all these things and then we are going to start to look at what we can do to help you become more an energetic match for money because we don't want to keep you in the belief that you need to continue to save and save and save and not spend. That is not going to bring you into abundance. So what can you do in these times? Tune into gratitude for everything that you have. Gratitude changes everything. Now, this isn't just writing a list like, I am thankful for my house if you don't feel thankful for it, right? It's about actually getting into gratitude for everything you have. And a really good task to do if you're struggling to feel gratitude is like, imagine your life without that thing. So maybe you're not feeling grateful for your house right now because because it's just not your ideal house that you eventually want to live in. But how would it feel to be outside right now? I don't know about you, but where I am right now, it's absolutely pouring down with rain. It's windy. It's miserable. It's cold. It's very cloudy. I would not like to live outside. Like I definitely do not want to live outside. In fact, I want to continue creating so much abundance and financial abundance that I can help other people not have to live outside as well. That is not the vibe, right? So feeling to like, again, like the food, like even just waking up today, being alive, like I've got a health condition and I'm in pain every day and I used to feel really, really stuck on feeling grateful for my body. Like, yes, I'd grown and birthed like four amazing children, but to feel grateful for a body where I felt resentment towards it because I'm literally in pain every day of my life. And I used to feel like I'm at this age and I shouldn't feel this way. I used to have a lot of, I shouldn't feel this way. I wish I didn't. Um, And then I realized like my body is here it allows me to experience this world. Like everything I see, every sight, every taste. Who who doesn't appreciate their taste until they've got a cold and they can't taste any food? And then you're like, oh my goodness, I did not. Or breathing. Even that, like breathing through your nose, you don't realise how thankful you are until you've got a cold. You, it's so hard for you just to breathe through your nose. So if you're ever struggling to get into gratitude, always think about what if you didn't have that thing? And then sometimes that's enough to really feel into that gratitude. So I want you to feel into gratitude for what you've already got. And then looking at savings, I want you to really have a look and see, okay, savings wise, how much do you need to have to feel safe? So what is your, do you even know your expenses, your living expenses, your business expenses? Let's get that written down. And then is it three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, any, any number of months? Again, let's get awareness of that. And then also, how can we save that and then look at savings for other things? So do you currently save for buying yourself fun things, clothes, like just spending on anything you want to spend on? Or are you only saving for like the absolute must? We want to be making sure you're putting money aside to be spent as well, right? You want to enjoy your life. You don't want to feel guilty about spending on it. Like I seen someone post recently on Facebook and someone was um, sharing that they got the Starbucks creamer for their, their latte and they used to always feel, they always wanted it, but they'd felt bad about wanting it. They felt bad about going to buy it. And then they did buy it because they realized that they wanted it. They wanted that flavor. They wanted that taste. They wanted that feeling. And actually they knew now that they did quote unquote deserve to have what they desired however what I found interesting was that she said something like I didn't need that because we already had milk and we can use milk and what instantly came in my head is well you didn't need milk either right you don't need milk you didn't need the coffee we've got water comes out our tap 
You don't need, there's so many things that we tell ourselves, okay, well, we can justify that because we need that, but you don't actually need it. You've just justified it. So if you can justify those things, then of course you can justify something else. Like having milk in your coffee and saying that you need that, you don't, you justified that because you like a milky coffee. So of course you can justify paying for the creamer to make the coffee taste different. That's literally what the milk has done. It's helped the coffee taste different. We justify the things in our lives. So how can you justify, not that you have to, but I think it helps, right? You get to just spend because you get to just spend as well. But I was talking to a client and she realized that she always had enough money for what she needed. And she's seen this as a negative. And she was like, Hey, I've, I've always only got enough money for what I need. So like even investing in, in herself, like she's like that, I've always got enough money for that. If I invest in myself more, I'll always find enough money. Like when she was away traveling the world, she had enough money for that, but she was never in overflow, right? She would see what she wanted. She would invest or she would buy tickets or she would do whatever. And she'd always have the bare minimum. And I was like, this is amazing. Like you're seeing this as a negative, but this is actually a really, really positive thing because it means you're the type of person that always creates enough money for what you need, right? What we need to do here at this point is we definitely want to get rid of that block eventually, but right now we can use it to our advantage. We want to raise what your bare minimum is. So how can we raise your bare minimum? So if your bare minimum is like travel, it's living somewhere nice, it's investing in yourself, can we make your bare minimum that you also spend X amount a month on clothes and like beauty treatments and going out for nice meals, like let's make this your bare minimum. Let's justify these expenses to yourself because that's what your subconscious mind wants. They want you to justify it so that they can, so it can make sense of it. And then that is going to be your bare minimum. So we're going to continue to raise your bare minimum while also working on the background, getting rid of that belief because you can definitely have more money than than you need, right? You get to work towards that. But I'm someone that's always like, we don't want to jump the gun because if you jump too far, your con your subconscious mind can't can't keep up with it. So I want you to look at where can you save or where can you spend from a place of well absolutely that makes sense that I want to justify saving or spending that in my life and I want you to look at as well like where are you investing where are you investing your money right now and if you're not investing your money how can you start investing where do you want to be investing next are you investing in things like stocks are you investing in cryptocurrency are you investing in rental properties are you investing in your business are you investing in yourself like we can't be stuck in this save, 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 right? But we also don't want to be stuck in spend, spend, spend. I want you to look at your your money story and your what's going on with money in your life and seeing, okay, where can you save? Where can you spend and where can you invest? And how can you make sure that all these three things happen from a place of desire? Because again, we see that in investing. I see a lot of people invest in coaches for their business, for example, from a place of, I need this to work. This is going to be the one thing that's going to change it. I need this. It's like they're in this fear and lack rather than a desire to invest in my business because it's going to help me create success faster. And that sounds fun, right? There's a difference. There's a difference energetically. And then I want you to spend from a place of joy as well. So when you are spending, I want you to really feel into it and feel gratitude for everything you're spending on as well. 
like even the things that so you, you go and like I said maybe like get a latte right and how can you really feel good when you you spend that but when a bill comes in as well how can you feel really good about spending on a bill people are complaining about the price of like gas and electricity but without it we wouldn't have heat like what a time to be alive that we can just turn the heating on and our whole house heats up like that is insane we've got electricity in our house like that wasn't around for a long time so how can we really play into gratitude and joy when we're spending these things right now there is so much abundance around us if we choose to tap into it especially if you've as I say if you've got a business and especially if you've got a coaching business now is the best time to help people with your services the online business is booming the brick and mortar businesses like a lot of them are booming as well the personal development and coaching world is definitely booming like in my own life I've even noticed so we we had a cleaner who had to give up working for us because we were actually out of her sort of catchment where she does her cleans so it always took her longer to come to us and she got so busy that she was like listen I'm, I'm gonna have to stop working here it's just I'm so busy right now and I can't add on the extra travel the houses that I'm already doing want more hours and we were paying her double minimum wage right so she was so busy that she's having to turn down work and I had a mother's help who got so busy with her side business, which was her dog biscuit business. She got so busy that she had to give up working for us because our business was so busy. I cannot get, I've been trying to get an oven clean booked in and I cannot get one before Christmas. The company's too busy. We're getting our chimneys cleaned in a couple of days and I had to book that months and months in advance because they are so busy. Like working for yourself there has never been a better time to work for yourself. Providing a service for other people, there has never been a better time to provide a service for other people. As I say, especially with coaching, there are so many people that are seeing the power of personal development. Through the pandemic, they've seen what it was like to give more time to themselves, to want to work on themselves, and they're seeing the power of working with someone to help work on themselves. Like, that is incredible. And so this is not the time to go into fear and lack and stop sharing about your business. This is the the most important time to be shouting from the rooftops and to be claiming in that you can get success like there is success happening all around you and if it's happening all around you they can absolutely happen for you as well if you look around you for evidence of lack that's what you're going to see if you want to see people struggling you can easily go and see people struggling turn on any news channel go into any high street if you want to see people struggling that is what you will see and that can massively impact your struggle as well. If you choose to look around you and see evidence of thriving and abundance, that is what you will see. If you actively look in spaces for people thriving and abundance and miracles and kindness and giving, generosity, again, you can easily see that. So it's a choice it is a choice you have to choose what are you choosing to see right now and when it comes into your business if you go into lack and fear what's going to happen is you're going to stop showing up as much right because you're going to be like nobody's got money to buy just now nobody's buying just now my views are starting to go down nobody wants to see me sell maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now what does it mean maybe I should just plan for next year you stop showing up so you don't show up as much or you don't sell your offers with as much confidence what happens you stop signing as much clients and you tell yourself that this is a proof 
the industry is failing, like nobody's buying this business right now, like nobody's buying into it, nobody's buying coaching services, nobody wants what I've got to offer. But it wasn't a recession problem, it was a you stopping showing up problem, right? Of course, if you're not going to show up in confidence and sell your offers, you're not going to sign as much clients, that is obvious. So of course your sales are going to struggle, okay? Where have you been falling into lack? Where have you started falling into lack, fear, not showing up as powerfully? Where have you started to rewrite the stories to be negative again, that nobody wants to buy, that nobody's going to buy your offers, that your prices are too high, that nobody's even going to pay for that, that you need to start looking for another job again? Where have you been falling into fear and lack? Where have you started dreading bills coming in that you don't want to open? Where have you stopped paying things or started being out of integrity with a lot of your financial commitments because you're coming into fear and lack? Where have you been denying yourself enjoyment from money, spending things and then guilting yourself into maybe I shouldn't have spent that? Either because you are in lack or because you're in fear or because you see other people in lack and you feel guilty. I shouldn't be doing that. People are struggling right now. That's one that comes up a lot. Where have you allowed yourself to go into fear? Have awareness of this and then let's switch it up. For the rest of this year, I want you to write down one thing that you're grateful for, for spending money on every single day. Every single day for the rest of this year, write one thing you're grateful for spending money on. Money flows, it comes in and it comes out. You can't just be grateful for when it comes in and then resent when it goes out. That is not how it works. That is not becoming an energetic match for money. So where can you tune into gratitude every single day for spending money on something, for a bill or a coffee or buying something fun or as I say, paying the dentist, like, like how can you tune into absolutely gratitude for that? And then every single day, I want you to share and write down one thing you're grateful for money coming into you. So I want you to look at ways every day and notice every day how is money coming into you, even if it's finding a penny on the street, that is still money coming towards you. I want you to feel grateful for money coming towards you every single day no matter how big or how small it is, right? This is going to start priming you and getting you into a state of gratitude. Let's be grateful for where we are and what we have right now while also allowing ourselves to desire more. Okay, that is always how it works. It's grateful for right now while working towards and bringing in more and desiring more. And I think that's amazing. So I've covered a lot in this episode. As I say, the the main things I want you to go and do from this is to tune into gratitude for what's going out and what's coming in and have awareness of if you've been falling into lack and fear and how you can reframe that and how you can come back into thriving and abundance. And as always come and follow me on socials for lots of business tips strategy tips and just general sometimes like kick up the ass motivation that we all need in our life thank you so much for listening to this and i will speak to you next week at the same time on the sigma femme podcast that was the sigma femme podcast with Haley forbes to find out how Haley can help you step into the next level of you and scale your business more than you ever thought possible visit at HaleyForbesCoaching.com That's HaleyForbesCoaching.com